Yo. Yo, how are you? I'm tired, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. I, th- I think I'm still trying to catch up from this trip. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, been, that... a, it's been a busy week, too, so, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm sure that that hasn't helped, but Jesus Christ, I'm... Yeah, I'm, I think I'm still trying to catch up. That's why I'm like not doing shit this weekend, because that that weekend was just so busy. And I'm like, I just need a weekend to do nothing now. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you need a weekend from the weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I definitely need that. So, but yeah. Well, plus, you're like uh, you're a single dad until wife becomes so. So. Yeah, that that started this week. So yeah, I'm drop I'm dropping her. I'm getting her up. I'm getting her ready. I'm dropping her off, going to work, picking her up running home, uncovering the pool so she can do her swim class, um, getting her ready to swim, cook dinner, and then by that time she shows up. So it's been exhausting. Nice. <laughs> sounds like a full day. It's, it's, it's a full day and a half. And, you know, so luckily, luckily I, got, I got these next two days to record some shit. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> How was, That's uh, why I get paid the big bucks. Right. How was the how was the trip back from uh, San Fran? It was good. Um, you know, I can't say enough how nice it is to live next to a small airport. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like small airports are the best. I, I was not a person who's gone through LAX that says, "Oh, that's a great airport." It's a but with the most backwards airport ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because you know living so close to LAX for so long, I didn't know the difference until this trip where, you know, I flew into out of uh, Burbank and I'm like, damn, that thing's got two terminals. Like literally you walk in through, through security and literally there was my gate right there. So, um, yeah, it's like, uh, Oh, do I go left or do I go right? (laughs) You can't go, you can't go any other direction, but left or right. But, um, yeah, man, I, I was still thinking about that uh, this morning. I'm like, that was just a nice, solid trip, you know? Yeah, and we we did enough. We did some city stuff, but then we rested. Uh, it was good. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you. I don't know if you saw Chupa Kicks tweet, but, uh, you know, we're walking in, in the middle of the terminal, and then there's a ZSJ just uh, rolling his luggage along. I saw that. I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, he, he looked like he had places to be, so it's nice we didn't go all uh, fanboy, fangirl on him or anything. Yeah. It was like, oh, cool. I mean, it was cool that uh, she was wearing a shirt, so it was like, oh. Do you think he saw it or no? This has to be documented. Uh, who knows? But um, So he saw it and was, it was like, ah, cool. shit, a fan. Ah, shit. <laughs> I just well, want to get these home. marks. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we were wearing any wrestling gear, except, well, she was, but I wasn't wearing any wrestling t-shirts, so. That's funny. Yeah. So I, but it was good. Um, I don't know. It's funny though. I'm on vacation, but I feel like all I do is laundry. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> seriously, it's like Jesus. <laughs> I feel like the uh, the mom in uh, Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> remember how? Remember how she just kept doing laundry and shit? Oh. It was just kind of funny. Oh, man, that is not that is a reference I have not heard in years. Is fucking uh, something from Johnny Dangerously. I think that movie still holds up. Not that I watched it recently. Fought again, ice holes. I know. Fought again, hostages. Those fireworks, Johnny's getting laid. (laughs) 
Oh my god, now I want to watch that. I, it, it's funny, because you just forget about fucking movies until somebody brings some shit up, and you're like, oh my god, I remember. <laughs> that was that was one that I have not even thought about in like five fucking years. That's so funny. Yeah, I think I might be the only one that does, like, it, it, I swear it, to god. It's probably like you, me, and fucking Carrie keeping that shit alive. <laughs> So yeah. I, swear, I swear that used to be one of our go-tos back in the day. So funny. <laughs> so, a lot has happened so far this week. Yeah. So should we start it off and just get to it? Yeah. All right, let's do it. You are now listening to the Fighter Hayabusa Show. Welcome, everyone. I am Mascara de Fuego. And I'm Gray Puma. Thanks for listening, everyone. We are fresh off the heels of our trip to the G1 Special in San Francisco, brought to you by New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, We did get some news today in regards to the health of Hiromu Takahashi today, which it looked like he did did, um, sustain a neck injury and he was taken to a San Francisco hospital, but he has, he was able to like, you know, um, stand and move around and on his own accord. So I guess he was flying back to, to, uh, to Japan. So good news. Cause if he's moving on his own accord, it's hopefully not as bad as we all think it is after that, after that insane bump he took. Um, yeah. I, I'm, in that match. I'm pretty sure we'll see him in the ring again. Um, it's just, uh, do I want to see? I'm just gonna cringe now every time I see somebody give or take a, a Phoenix Plex. It's like that's a move I used to like a lot, especially when uh, I think Kevin Owens used to do it in Ring of Honor and just slam people's head into the turnbuckle in that way. And then um, I know a lot of other people do it right now, but uh, now that's a move that I'm going to be cringing, cringing on. I mean, and then not to mention. Uh, you know, it's the same thing with uh, Will Ospreay's Spanish Fly. You know, every yeah. time I see that done, other than in the middle of the ring, I have to cringe. Yeah, or or off of uh, the announce tables. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. And and that one, I was like, eh, you know what? There's less room for error than the one that Will did. Yeah. Where it's like, I thought his injury looked as bad, if not worse, than than Hiromu's. But you know, of course, since Will's a cat. Right, Fucker has eight lives and yeah. shit, you know? He's down to eight, damn it. But, uh, yeah, it's funny, because even after watching that match, I mean, I, well, even when we were watching that match and we saw that uh, that spot, I mean, we all kind of cringed, but, you know, the fact that he ended up finishing the match, I don't think I thought too much of it. I thought, okay, well, maybe he was fine. I mean, it, you know, it ended shortly after, but, you know, I thought he, he would have ended up being fine. So hopefully... You know, it's not as bad as we all think it is. Yeah, I, I think it's just, it was just that heat in the battle, heat of battle thing where it just carries you through. The adrenaline. You know, when you're that amped. The right? adre- adrenaline was pumping. And and apparently that wasn't the only injury from that show. Apparently uh, Jim Ross might have broken a rib during that uh, the uh, that crazy spot where, uh, where uh, Jay White whipped uh, Juice Robinson into the uh into the the uh, the railing and i guess that jolted the table and when it knocked it you know when it, it hit jr it looked like it might have busted a rib or something 
But I think I think. Yeah. But honestly, I, I think that that spot added so much more to that fucking match. Um, yeah, and then not only that, though, I was just thinking about it today. I really think that was the match of the night for me. Yeah, once the death settles, and, and I'm saying that if if Hiromo didn't get injured, I would say that was my personal match of the night. But since that happened, it's tainted for me personally. Yeah. I know some people don't care. It's like oh, I don't care, no, but uh, it's hard not to care. But man. for me, it's it's definitely the juice win. Yeah, I went back and watched. I've been kind of watching little by little. Um, uh, you know, the last three days. And, uh, yeah, I got to say that the most the most intense match, the most, like, that I feel like the crowd got really into, like, watching it from TV, was um, was was that match, was the U.S. title match, you know, which, it, which it, once again, I'm like, damn, they really should have just finished the show with that match because at least that had, you know, a, a decent happy ending. But, you know, I guess with the shit that happened with the Bullet Club at the end, you kind of had to go on last, but uh, they could have totally flipped it and still been okay, I think. Knowing damn well, there's there's like a Cody fan right now saying, yeah, that's bullshit, guys. You guys know what the best match was. Yeah, you. I mean, that spot off the ladder, you guys, come on. <laughs> Which, well, you know what, arguably, if, if that's your cup of tea, then, then good for you. Sure. Be still yeah, a great I spot, argue but it. regardless, yeah, it's it's... You know, so our, our so now that the dust has settled, it's been three days or four days now since this event. Um, how do you feel still about the fact that they're coming back in September? You know, I don't know. It's basically this is going to be a case where I'm not going just because it's New Japan, I might, I'm going to go because the card, the is, card is hot. Yeah. So this isn't like, oh, tickets go on sale, I'm going to buy a ticket. No, you need to announce some matches yeah. and first before yeah. you even put tickets on sale because I, I, agree I with think, that. like you said, uh, they're burning us out, honestly. I would have been fine if we had to wait another eight or nine months until they came back again. Yeah, if, if they would have waited till like next year, I would have been A-OK, but I think... Now with them trying to do September, which now makes it three times they've been here, um, you know, and then this Young Lions two-day thing that they're doing, uh, yeah, it might just be a little too much. The question is, do you think that now that they're coming back a third time, do you think this sells out at the Pyramid? The Pyramid was sold out last time. What's that? The pyramid was sold out last time, wasn't it? Yeah, it did. So I think because it's a smaller venue, and um, I just think there's more of their fan bases down here than up there. Okay, so you you, know? you, you think that that show in, in September will sell out then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it they need to announce some matches. Yeah, and uh, and I think that's where they're at. I, I think. Um, I think marketing-wise, I don't know. Uh, they they didn't market that show right. Yeah. You know, I think they they should have done hyped some matches beforehand. And then not to mention, um, that date, since it is only like a week before G1, they're in a tight spot as far as blowing the load on, on big matchups and unique matchups that people want to see because you're going to see a bunch in the G1. Yeah, that's a good point. 
Yeah, it, it, just because you're putting G1 special on it, you know, I mean, sure, the, the guys who aren't in the tournament, you know, go all out, or, you know, even, like, Juice going all out, but, yeah, I think you're right, nobody's going to go full balls to the wall if if they got, you know, this tournament starting in a week after that. Which it looks like, all right, so let's see, the first night, which is July 14th, which ends up being Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. So that night we have Tanahashi versus uh, Minoru Suzuki, uh, Togi Makabe against Yoshihashi, Michael Elgin versus Evil, um, Okada versus Jay White, Bad Luck Folly versus Hangman Page. What are, what are you looking forward to on that night? Oh man, you're throwing me off. Like I, we're gonna cover WWE stuff first. Uh, but, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that to the end because I th- I only have a few bits about it, and you know and and obviously Extreme Rules. So I I want to stick with the good stuff first. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I almost have to look at it because I just feel like there's so many low key great matches. Yeah. That um, I think for I I don't want to just dial it off at the top of my head. Yeah. Because um, I, I I got them up and I'm looking at them and I've been kind of analyzing these for the last couple of days just to kind of see what I'm going to pick and choose to watch because I don't think I'm going to murder myself this year like you know if it started feeling like last year. No, you know what though, that's the sad thing is that this year, B block is messy. Every fucking night, B block is is loaded. It doesn't matter. There's not one soft spot. There's not a weak spot on that roster. I like Yano, so yeah. Um, I want to see all his matches. I also want to see okay, okay, what are he and Kenny going to do again? And then not to mention, what is Yano and Ibushi going to do this time around? Um, but that being said, let me yeah, because July fifteenth, sorry, it's man, taking it's... a little while. No, every B block day is, is like what the fuck. Yeah, I mean you got it's you got Kota Bushi versus Zack Saber Jr., Kenny versus Naito, Ishi versus Yano, Goto versus Sonata, and Tamatanga versus Juice on the fifteenth. Yeah, so you know their slogan: "Be a survivor." Yeah, that, that's really for us. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's, it's it's for the audience. It's not. Um, it's not for the wrestlers. So, so here's, here's a question for you. Are you going to be staying up to watch these, or are you just going to be watching them the day after? Uh, some of the... During the weekday, I will. Weekends, okay. I'll, I'll save it, and, and Chupacacol and I will probably catch them after lunch, and you know what I mean? Okay. Watch them on delay. Sure. And we'll be, the, uh, we'll be those folks that are going to be avoiding Twitter all day. <laughs> um, this weekend's going to be rough because we're we're babysitting, so we we might oh, not catch G one stuff until you know later on in the night. So yeah. I'll be avoiding Twitter all freaking day, you know. Yeah, this weekend's going to be tough between the the two days um, on the weekend, and then I mean, like I said, we'll talk about it later. But if, if there's any interest in extreme rules, um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like they're going. You know, I'm I'm interested. It's just I won't be able to see it because you know we're babysitting both days. You know. I don't know. You know, I I, I have it's the rough. I have the card here, and I just uh. I mean, other than AJ Styles versus Rusev, I'm not really sure what I'm interested in on that card. 
I mean, maybe Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke. But, I don't know. <laughs> I don't mean to sound so disinterested with them, but Jesus Christ, I just, uh, yeah. It's, it's just a long sh another long show for another long show, you know? Yeah, well, I think the Iron Man match looks interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm just kind of burnt. Like I, I, I'm just kind of burnt out on Dolph Ziggler. Just like I'm supposed to take him seriously now after they've just kind of treated him like shit for years, and I just, I don't know. I'm it's it's a hard sell for me right now. And then not to mention, you already know, um, you already know. It's like that's still a, a means to the end of, of getting Drew McIntyre over and, and eventually yeah. pushing him to the moon. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll go over that in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it looks like they're going. So the G1 goes from the 14th. Okay. Here it is. Sorry. Okay. You got it? So for first night. Which is the 14th. Um, you have a Bullet Club battle with uh, Folly and Hangman Page. Yeah. And I'm more interested in the result more than actually watching the match. Yeah, um, I'm, I as agree much as that. I like Fale, but you already know how I feel about Page. Um, don't hate me, uh, and so that'll be interesting on which way they're going to go with that because New Japan seems to love them some new guy jeans that could wrestle, yeah. but at the same time, Fale is like he's a cornerstone, yeah. and every year he gets like eight to ten points. So I think he's going to get his win there. Um, and then Tanahashi Suzuki is is a barn burner. That's the one. Uh, that's the one. I, that's definitely my number one of night one. Is that match? And then we have an inter uh, chaos battle with Okada and Jay White, and you know that might be the sleeper. Do you match. give it to the yeah? Do you give that to the upstart, the dickhead that just lost his title, who's pissed off, or do you give it to Okada, who also just lost his title at Wrestle Kingdom or uh, recently? Well, so, it, it's funny because if, if you're looking at both of these as characters, you have Jay White, who's kind of like, I feel like he stepped up his game, has just come off really aggressive, is kind of now finally finding his footing in being a heel and being just a dick, where I think Okada's just kind of like starting to take a little more of a, like a, a step back. I mean, you know, he, he didn't come out with the robe, he didn't come out with the money. Um, in San Francisco, he just kind of came out in these red pants and just kind of like his three <laughs> red balloons and was just like, whatever, you know? So I, I think if you're going with a little more of a like laid back Okada, I would definitely give it to Jay White in this one. Cause I think even though he lost his title, I think he's on a roll with this character and with, you know, just the momentum of being just a piece of shit heel. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, it'll be interesting. I think, uh, did you, are you playing a, uh, G1 pickums right now? I, uh, I, I, I joined the post wrestling one where, yeah. where they just kind of just go match by match and you just pick the winner and stuff. So I did that one. So do you have, you have Jay White going over? Cause I picked Okada for I, this match. I think I have Jay White going over there. Yeah. I think I have Jay White on that one. Nice. So then on Sunday, this is this is where B Block kicks in, and they got Juice Robinson versus Tomatonga, like I said, Goto versus Sonata, 
Ishii versus Toriano, fucking Omega versus Naito, and Obushi versus Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, no, Jesus I'm Christ. telling you, dude. Every date, every date for B Block is uh, must see. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is gonna be a. I mean, but A Block, A Block on the sixteenth got some. Let me see. Well, it's funny because they have. Suzuki versus Makabe, so those two are going to beat the shit out of each other. Tanabra. Yeah, that's going to be a, a never-style match that, where they're going to just destroy each other and yeah. slap the shit out of each other's faces. Yeah. And then Jay White <laughs> and Tanahashi again. Yeah. Um, and I want to see if, if and it was their first match together was widely criticized and panned. I want to see if they can bring it back and they can redeem themselves and, and yeah. get a good match out of each other. Now that Jay White settled into his role, yeah, know. I yeah I think that'll that'll be much better than that first match they had for sure. Um, and you know Okada versus Bad Luck Fale. I mean that's that could be another beating the shit out of each other match for sure. Yeah, and I you know like I said I, I just think they they protect Fale. Yeah. They really do, and he's gonna get a big win out of one of the big so-called three of the B block. You know what I mean? He's yeah. going to get a win either from Okada, Naito, or Ibushi, or maybe the L3, but then lose to everybody else. It, it, it could be tricky. I have no idea what Gato's going to book. Um, let me see. I'm just pulling up my calendar here so we can work all the way up until Wednesday. So Wednesday would be the 18th. So... So then the, on the 19th, okay, so they skip the 18th. Okay, then they go to the 19th. So, so we'll just talk about those for now, and then we can go over, like, the, the 19th through the 25th next week. Um, so scenario-wise for uh-huh. each block, let's say, you know, the final two days or the final weekend at Nippon Budokan uh-huh. in Tokyo, what do you think the tension's going to be? What do you think the story's going to be as far as who barely gets out and who's tied going into the last match, that type of thing. Huh. I mean, I, I definitely want to see Minoru Suzuki and Kota Abushi working the finals. So if I'm working backwards, you know, I can see where, where, Suzuki's probably just murdering fucking people left and right. Um, with Ibushi, though, I don't know. That's that's the intriguing story because at the end of the day, I, I, I want Ibushi to win this, but I think that now after this whole Bullet Club um, scenario that you've done now um, in San Francisco, I, I think that kind of throws off you know, my, my, my idea a little bit just because they, they have this like under story going with you know with with you know the bullet, more bullet club tension shit and I, I don't think they'll they'll have Ibushi turn on Omega this soon after something like that happened but I could be wrong I don't know it's uh I mean that that August 11th show is just going to be very telling uh, but I can definitely see them putting like a Bushi over Omega for sure. Yeah, I think uh, for me, I think 
think they're going to run back, and, and this is going forward to Wrestle Kingdom. I actually think between now and Wrestle Kingdom, I think Naito's going to get the title. You think he'll beat uh, Omega? So, what's that? You think he'll beat o- Omega between then and now? Yeah, so what I'm thinking is the first B-Block night, and they've done this the last two years, where the challenger for King of Pro Wrestling usually is somebody that beat the champion during the G1. And so two years ago, it was uh, Mara Fuji, beat Okada, or maybe, yeah. And uh, they keep doing that. So I'm thinking on the first night of B-Block, I think Naito is going to beat Omega. So okay. that could just set up that match okay. for King of Pro Wrestling, that okay. special. So what I have is I have Ibushi, Naito, and Omega for B-Block all kind of being in a situation where in the last night either they win or they lose, and then that's going to be the, the deciding factor. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Ibushi is going to go through as a B-block winner, because he beats Kenny, which puts them all at 12 points. But because Ibushi has beat both of them throughout the tournament, that's how I have it okay. set up, he's going to win based on wins versus opponents. So they're all going to finish with 12 points, but Ibushi's taking it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, for the A-block, my scenario it is uh, evil, I think it's going to be the front runner throughout the whole tournament. Oh. Uh, but then I think I have Okada pulling it out at the very end. Okay. So I have Okada barely winning um, by defeating Tanahashi at the end on the last day. And then Jay White's going to be spoiler to Evil. Okay. So if Evil wins on the last day, he goes through. But because Jay White beats him, uh, that's not going to happen. Okay. So then I have uh, Okada going over Ibushi for this G1. And then I think, uh, for me, if I'm booking this shit, um, yeah, I'm going to have Naito beat Omega at King of Pro Wrestling and then defend against Okada. At, 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 the, at the Dome? Yep. Okay. But that's like, it's basically, they're just running back. That would be running back what they've been doing with Okada and Tanahashi two and three years ago. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it's like, do you put Omega in the Wrestle Kingdom world title scene again? Um, I have no idea. He almost doesn't need the title, honestly. I think if you're going to put him in the main event, I think he should be defending. Um not contending for it, but yeah, I, I, I think with this, all this other craziness going on, I think I, I, I kind of like your scenario. I, I can totally see that working out. But then again, and then, but I, I it, it hurt me to, to not put evil in the final because I really think they're, they're, they're setting them up. Yeah. I just feel it. But I think, I think evil is, has other things in store. I, I definitely think they'll put the, uh, the Intercontinental title on him, probably on the, on the last show of the G1, right? Or the G1 finals, when they're doing just the uh, the final match. What day is that? The um, August 12th. I can see them finally pulling off, uh, you know, a 
Jericho versus Evil. Is that what's being rumored, you think? No, but, I, you know, like, if, if Jericho's not going to work the States and he's going to work the big shows, I, I mean, I think that makes sense for him to work the finals. That or maybe a King of Pro Wrestling. Or King of Pro Wrestling. Because he, he and Evil had, do have to meet up. So yeah, yeah. The I mean, they've teased the it. The ending of uh, his match with Nitro ended. Yeah, so, they yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. So I, I'm not worried about him. I think he'll get his. Because um, I, I definitely think he'll, he'll win that IC title. I don't know, man. It's going to be a good fucking tournament. Yeah. Oh, well, B-Block's going to be killing me as far as <laughs> concerned. But, uh, yeah, it, there's some sleeper matches in A-Block yeah. that I'm excited about. Um, you know, I'm going to be watching every evil match. Um, and I like Maccabi matches. They're, they're so brutal. So, we'll see. Yeah. Speaking of uh, tournaments... It looks like they've announced the first competitor in the second annual Mae Young Classic with uh, former Divas champion Caitlin coming back to the WWE. That's good news to me, man. Yeah. Uh, we, were, we, were a, we were a fan of hers, so I, I like to see her back yeah. in the fold. Um, and then I, I, I still remember us marking out we saw her <laughs> in, uh, in South Beach walking around and shit we're like oh shit son <laughs> yeah like we we fanboyed out oh my god might be mildly embarrassing but that's okay it's Kate like, <laughs> yeah she's gonna do well yeah I, I think she'll at least make it a good couple of rounds but I don't know man I'm 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 curious to see who they'll put in this year uh, I'm, I'm hoping for Santana Garrett and I'm hoping that she goes all the fucking way god damn it you and everybody else. God oh my God! Damn it! Let her win. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a rumor today to kind of move on a little bit. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure who Barnburner is, but according to them, uh, it's being uh, speculated that WWE might be planning to hold more than one WrestleMania a year starting in 2020. So basically they would have their WrestleMania, you know, in the States, and then these specials that they're doing in, like, you know, um, other countries would be also um, billed as a WrestleMania. I think this is a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> if you're going to do WrestleMania internationally, yeah. then fucking just do internet WrestleMania internationally. With, with everybody having the network, look, 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 look what we just talked about with the G1. You know, we talked about fucking staying up and watching the shit. Like, if if the WrestleMania is in the middle of the night and it's a dope enough card, we'll stay up. And if we don't, it's on the network. We'll watch it the next day or whatever. You know. I don't think. Yeah, I. I just think it waters it down. They're getting too big. They're getting too big, and uh, I don't know. It's 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 just weird. Yeah. Just stop. You know, you mean to tell me that you can't think of a different name for a pay-per-view, right? Like that's you, international. Yeah, or or move one of these old turn or, or old pay-per-views that you don't do anymore to one of these big shows, like fucking King of the Ring. Why can't that you just do a tournament in one of these countries? That way you get fucking people. Yeah. You know, you get superstars. You know, WWE loves some tournaments. You know, so fucking do tournaments. You don't have to do another or, Royal Rumble. You know, it was no. bad enough they did that shit. 
or the great Australian bash. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just, just put a country inside of yeah. American bash, you know? Autumn and then slam. I wanted to correct myself. Uh, I didn't mean to say Okada lost his title at Wrestle Kingdom. I meant Dominion. Dominion. When but, he lost uh, it to Kenny. Yeah. But uh, anyways, moving forward. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird idea. It's a weird idea, and I'm hoping that they don't really do that shit because it just sounds dumb. But whatever. Um, speaking of dumb and whatever, um, Extreme Rules is on Sunday. I'm just going to list off these matches and you tell me after I've listed them off if anything jumps at you. I know that we talked about it for a brief second, but don't sound so excited. I don't know. It's it's I, I hate being so like glum about this product, but I haven't watched you know, like I watched like I've been watching like half of like SmackDown for the last couple weeks and Raw I've just been skipping altogether, um, reading about it later and nothing really intrigues me to go back and watch it you know i might watch some clips and we've talked about this before but you know me man like that that's weird considering how dedicated i was to like watching this show um yeah you're you're allowed to change you're, it, you're allowed to evolve as a wrestling fan <laughs> it only took like 35 years but whatever <laughs> well no i mean not to mention it's not like just you it's it's the product itself yeah, but I, it hasn't always been this bad. It, you know, you know, but, and that's but that's the on, thing. On what you like? I mean, you, I, I mean, I, I watched it through the lean years, and 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 still was dedicated to the show. And the talent that they have now is far superior, and still yet, you know, it's that one component that you just can't make things click. Is just such a turnoff right now. It bums me out. I really don't want to hate it. It's not that I hate it. I'm just, like, indifferent about it. That's the worst part about it. It's not like well, I'm, I hate it. I'm just indifferent about it. Well, I was thinking about this lately, and uh, we could actually devote a whole entire show to this, but I've decided that when you fall in love with a wrestler as far as just becoming a mark for them and, and being a fan of them, I've decided that Get your shit in now and watch them and appreciate them now while they're in NXT, New Japan, or the Indies. And then that's it. Because once they make the leap, they're, that magic that that made that, you fall in love with that wrestler for whatever reason yeah, is is pretty much gone. Nine times out of ten is is going to be gone. Yeah. So all those classic Claudio Castagnoli matches that you saw in Ring of Honor and Chikara, you know, keep them to your dear to your heart because. You know, his great matches in WWE are few and far between. And it's not his fault. It's just the way they're presented. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I watched that match with uh, Andrade and uh, and Cien Cara on, uh, on SmackDown. It was a quick, you know, little TV match. But they, you know, they really had some nice transitions and it was kind of a nice match. But I'm thinking to myself, shit, man, like, they fucking Cien hit a fucking stride in NXT finally. And... Fuck, he, he's had two matches on SmackDown since debuting. You know, so it's, yeah, I mean, you're right. It's 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 unfortunate that, you know, there's just so much talent, but you're right, maybe maybe it is where you just have to kind of change the way that you think about things and just be like, look, appreciate them for what they have, you know, in, in the, the other feds or in NXT at the very, at the very least, but... Once they, once they, once that draft show comes up and people get drafted up, just forget. I mean, look at the authors of pain, you know, just nothing. Um, yeah. 
It's just nothing. Oh, hell, the revival. The I revival. Mean, the fucking revival. Nothing. You know? It's just such and a Young Buck said bummer. it best. I think somebody was talking about, oh, what about FTRR and all that? And then I think Matt said, oh, they're kind of irrelevant now. And it's like... Yeah, what a bummer. They came and went just like that. And they're not dead, and they're not gone, but the fact that they're being dropped to super teams well, right and, now in Raw just a is A super upsetting. team, but I mean, in, in a, I mean, you've made this tag division such a joke show on Raw that it's like, even if you started pushing them, like, how long is it going to take me to actually take a team serious on that show? I don't know. Well, moving forward, I, yeah. I will say that... <laughs> we uh, keep beating this dead horse, but it's just... Trust us, folks. We don't want to hate this product, and we don't want to be indifferent about this product. But you know, we just want what's best. You know, the the the, the rosters are there, the, the the talent is there. We just want to watch good matches, and 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 the fact that like I don't feel like we ever got that magical moment between like AJ Styles and Nakamura. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, you, they just needed the time and and the bullshit. You know, take the bullshit stories out of it. You know. Well, that being said, I, I really do think New Day Insanity is going to be good. So, I so, think that might steal the show. But the best part about that one's on the kickoff show, so you can watch that one and just get it out of the way right there. There you go. <laughs> and then go grocery shopping. And then go grocery shopping, do. start to do Grill, laundry. grow your meat. Ooh, oh, yeah. Um, um, you know, I, I will get excited if, if Rusev wins the title. Um, I, I think I, that match is going to be good. I think but, that, um, I think, look, I think there's good matches on here. I think AJ Styles and Rusev will be good. Um, you know, the other stuff, there might be some sleepers here. Um, but, you know, nothing's jumping off the page except for that main event to me. Um, and then Asuka should win the title, right? Like, Jesus Christ. Oh. <sighs> You know, chances are, and I'm, I'm, I, I know Chupa's going to probably listen to this later. I, I, I can see, you know, anytime that someone's locked up in a in a shark cage of some sort, there's always some shenanigans that that person does to help their yeah. significant other or their team or whatever. Yeah, he, he's going to hide a key in his ass. He, and he, he's going to pull it out or and a unlock chain it or a fucking booty taser or something. Um, so I hate to say it, I. I can see them keeping the title on Carmella. I think the only title I can see possibly changing hands on this show would probably be Shinsuke winning the U.S. title from Jeff Hardy. Which is fine, but it's it's like, yeah, that well, that fool should be winning the world title, you know? Yeah. Well, he needs to do. He's... They need to do something because right now, like. I don't think this dude can afford any more fucking losses. Right. Um, you know, hopefully Finn gets his shit in versus Baron. Um, Strowman and Owens. You know, that's going to be a car crash. Yeah, the whole... the, the whole. <laughs> but you know Strowman's going to win. So it's like, what's the point? But uh, what's the main event for this? Is it is it AJ Russo? I don't think so, man. I think they might put Reigns and Lashley on last. Oh my gosh! I, I, I'm, I'm. My gut tells me that's what goes on last, man. You know that's I, incredible because of that pull apart brawl and. Yep. And it's just Reigns. Yep, because you know essentially they're, they're building to one of these knuckleheads taking on. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We all know that 
by now that Brock has kind of showed up in the UFC and is going to be fighting in uh, in January because he's joined the, the, the pool back in, like, early July. So I guess the earliest he could fight was, like, January 8th, I think. But, I mean, at some point, this dude's either going to have to drop this title or they're going to have to do, a, like, a... I don't know. I, I don't know what you do. It's either drop the title or... or Strip him of the title or do an interim title or some shit, but I mean, I'm kinda, yeah, that'd be really weird though. I, I, they'll be doing an interim title, like US. Yeah, I'm kind of not opposed to it though because at least, at least you put the title on somebody. The title gets defended on TV, and then when Brock's ready to come back, at least you can do, you know, champion versus champion, winner take all kind of thing, you know. I mean, unless he looks like shit against Cormier, uh, but I don't know. Well, we'll see. Um, I'm hoping that it's, it's AJ Rusev. I mean, that's what should go on last, but yeah. I don't know. Who knows with this company anymore? Now, did you watch, uh, I have not watched 205 Live or NXT yet. Have you watched those shows? Yeah, I did. Um, anything good? 205 Live was solid, but, you know, like I said, 205 Live is, is a thousand times better when Buddy Murphy's made of any. The Buddy Murphy um, show. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, I skipped Kalisto Tony Nese. Okay. For reasons, you know. <laughs> um, Drew Gulak gave a really good promo, as he always does. I think he's essential to the show. So, what's his next program? Uh, I'm not sure. He just cut a promo with um, Gallagher and Kendrick in the background. Okay. And like while he was talking shit, it almost seemed like Kendrick was almost going to break character and start corpsing and just laugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Drew Gulak was just saying like absurd shit. Yeah, but uh, whatever. You know, it, it was funny. If there's one brand on the WWE. Um, that I think could probably pull off a six-man tag team title, I think it would probably be 205. No, I'd have no problem with that. I, 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 you know, because, you know, everybody's got a tag team. You know, they're going to be, you know, uh, making tag team championships for the new U- NXT UK. Um, so I can, I can, I think it would be kind of dope if that one show just had, like, a six-man tag team title, just because. And then Leo Rush had a um, enhancement match. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, he's just good. Yeah. Kids you know, it. even when he was on the Indies, he had it as far as you know how he moves in the ring, and, and he had a good sense of character even back then. So it's it's. I'm just happy to see him succeed here. Uh, he went up against Colin Delaney, who oh shit is just a solid ass worker, man. Oh man, like that's funny. You know how when uh, back in the day you would see people have squash matches, but you could tell they could wrestle? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this guy is still solid. It's funny because if it wasn't for his name, like he doesn't, like you can kind of see it in his face, but now that he's like cut his hair and he's got the beard, like barely looks like him anymore. Right. But uh, yeah, looked good. Nice. In his loss. Um, And then during that match, Akira came down, and then so he and Rush are. Leo Rush are going to start a program. Oh, that'll be good. And it's like, yeah, it'll be good, but it's like, 
I don't want to see Akira Tozawa being sacrificed. He's kind of like become the uh, Cassius Ono of uh, 205 Live. Yeah, the really talented gatekeeper. And it's like, oh, man. So that bums me out that Leo Rush is good. So it's like, uh, I'm, I'm kind of torn as far as who I want to win that dude yeah. or whatever. Um, the main event was good, but it wasn't great. What was it? It was uh, Cedric versus Hideo. Oh. It was solid. And uh, my biggest takeaway from that was I felt like they totally protected Cedric's finisher. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, he hit it just once, and it was kind of like this rushed, like, uh, what's it called again? He does the... um... The lumbar check. The lumbar check. It was like it was almost like a lumbar check check out of nowhere, and he got the pin. Huh. And, uh, okay. You know, they both look good, but I just feel like at just this point, one kick out of a finisher could just help somebody so much. Yeah. You know, and uh, I don't know. For me, I, I just felt like not enough near falls. I don't know. It was it was odd. It was a good match. Actually, just was great. So what now with Hideo, though? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you know, after a while, it's, it's going to get a little old just hearing him say respect me all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah I, I think this is probably just a, a brief send-off for his, uh, his match in Noah later on. Yeah. You know? And then maybe he'll come back and they'll have something for him. I don't know. Or maybe it's, it's time to move him to a different brand. Maybe put him in the NXT UK or some shit. Yeah, I just want to see the matchups, right? <laughs> I just want to see the matchups. Exactly. And then uh, NXT was good. Um, you had the tag team title defense. Was this? Between Mustache Mountain and uh, Undisputed. And, and that was pretty good. Okay. Very dramatic. And that's where the titles so were flipped back? That. Yeah. Okay. And uh, clean, I will say. And okay. in dramatic fashion. So uh, that's definitely uh, a match anybody should see out for kitchen. Um, we also had Kyrie Sane versus uh, Vanessa Bourne, who, I don't know, I couldn't help but to just have a smile on her face. I mean, I love me some Kyrie Sane, but Vanessa Bourne just has that old school, she's almost like halfway between Glow and a WWE Diva. Well, she's kind of throwback-ish in my in my mind, like 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 glow, but then like that era of like women's wrestling that was a little more like in the WWE that was like l- like Sherry Martel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that, especially with her. Yeah, you throw some, yeah, you throw some glitter on her face. It's over. You know? <laughs> and cheesy eighties music. Yeah. Um, so we had that, and then. Uh, Adam Cole had a nice title defense against Danny Birch. And I will say Adam Cole's match with Oni Lorcan was just a smidgen better than this one. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was still good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so NXT definitely worth watching then? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I just, that's a show I could watch. <laughs> beginning to end. Why are you even yeah. asking? Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Chupa like doesn't understand why I like heavy machinery, but you know I could watch those fools all day. 
I don't know. I, I, I like most of the roster, honestly. Well, you know, it's it's they're trying something different, and they, they stand out because they're doing some different shit, you know? That's uh, that's the allure so, yeah, of the heavy machinery. It is now time to rest up. We have a few days until G1 starts. And we'll have um, a lot to talk about. Yeah, I will be definitely watching B-Block like in its entirety, every match. Okay. That's just a must for me. There's not a bad, there's not a weak spot on that roster. Any combination of that roster, I, I want to uh, I want to watch. And then, you know, I, I, I would say I'm going to be watching at least probably 20% of A-Block. As in, you know, watch it religiously within 24 hours, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think, like I said, unless it's the weekend, unless it's a Friday night, maybe a Saturday night, excuse me, maybe a Saturday night, I'll probably watch it, be watching most of these the day after. Right. Life's like, too so busy. So I'll, I'll definitely be watching every every evil match, for sure. Evil. Everything is evil. Exactly. And every <laughs> Suzuki match, just to see him. Fuck up some young boys if he yeah. loses, you know. That's the, oh, I, that's the one thing I definitely want to go back and watch before um, before next week's show. I, I want to watch that match with him and Okada from his anniversary show. Oh, that was great. I want to see uh, that. I don't know if you saw me tweet about it, but it, it was it was like watching a, a dream because the lenses were all rained on. Really. So everything was distorted, like depending on which camera they would cut to, and it was just like. Ah, oh, it just looks so cool. Yeah. It, it really did. So I, I definitely want to um, see that. Oh, and I want to yeah. watch. Go, I want to go back and watch uh, Okada versus uh, Zack Saber from uh, the UK show. Oh, yeah. So I got a little, a little bit of homework before the G one starts. Maybe that'll be my Friday night viewing. Nothing wrong with it. Nope. I don't see nothing wrong with a little Okada. <laughs> That should be a song. I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that wraps it up. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot of busy viewing to watch in the next uh, month and a half. But uh, until then, I am Mascara de Fuego. And I'm Gray Puma. Thanks for listening, everyone.